so tell the truth. How big are your dreams? I mean, if you were to pick out a house to buy, say, three years from now, what would the house look like? How much would it cost? Why did you choose a house with that value? Today, learn to imagine on purpose and live your best life. In three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, unwavering kinetic believers all over the world, and welcome back. I'm Stephen Kenyon. So glad you could join us. Email address is kineticbelief at stephenkenyon.com. If you've got any questions or comments, stephenkenyon.com is the website address. Hello, Miss Meg. Hola. Greetings, Greetings. My, my friend. My friend. Can you believe how... How thick the fog has been today. Oh, my gosh. Look, we're in some, uh, you know, scary movie or something. (laughs) That's how they all begin. Oh, I was imagining being somewhere out uh, on the reach, (laughs) thousand miles out at sea and the ship's bell and Mm. I don't know. Pulling in the the lobster traps. But, of course, we're up in the mountains, so that's not going to happen. (laughs) It's your imagination, that is. No limit. What an interesting time. And how about Ron's concert? Ron, Ron's one of our musicians from a previous concert that, that we did in Charleston, South Carolina. Wonderful saxophone player, mm. flute player, clarinet player, multifaceted. We, we've been enjoying a lot of our musicians at home concerts that they've been streaming. <laughs> you know, yeah. Ron, um, well, Ron was, I think most recently he was playing with a Billy Joel tribute. Uh, tribute. Yeah, and, they're really uh, good. Fantastic. I watched some of their videos. Yeah, and so he was... Actually, they had a full schedule for this year. They were going to mm. start. I think they were going from Maine all the way across so. the, around the country. And but sad yeah. to say, that's not happening right now. Yeah, I bet they'll pick right back up as soon as <laughs> as soon as it's possible. Well, you talented musicians out there, keep on keeping on. Yeah. This will pass, and yes. you know you can always stream your music and that's true. And, and keep on. We playing. should do that sometime. Why don't we do that? Oh, I'd love that hmm. if I can figure out the tech part of it. <laughs> I, I think you can handle okay, that. Okay, yeah. Today, imagining on purpose. Wow. Mm. Look, you know, we all have an imagination, but it's it's whether or not we choose to use it creatively that is going to make all the difference. And if I were to ask you right now to close your eyes and briefly imagine a, well, let's just say a small um, brown teddy bear, you could probably do it. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. The the details of, of the imagined bear, now it may look different than mine, and your bear may have a different texture, exists within, I don't know, some different environment. Um, you know, maybe it's in, 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 the, in the fog in a scary movie. I don't know. Mine's not. Or <laughs> mine's could, not. <laughs> yours may be a, a relatively different size, but you can imagine it without struggling too much to see it, right? Yeah, yeah. it just now, pops in there. And if I were to tell you now to imagine that teddy bear as changing color to white or black or red, you mm-hmm. could do that too. Yeah. Well, if I were to told you to, if I were to tell you to imagine the bear now floating in the sky, you might imagine it softly floating a lot like a Macy Day parade balloon. Yes. Or floating through the fog mm-hmm. or through a purple uh, sunset or some cloudy sky. Okay. Or if I told you to turn the bear into, let's say, cast iron. 
You'd have no trouble imagining it just dropping to the ground, right? (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. We are all capable of imagination, even without instruction on how to do this. But now nobody has to tell us exactly how to imagine something. We just simply close our eyes and there we are. Yes. This is the power of imagination. Because what we envision and what we sense and witness exists entirely in our mindset. Mm -hmm. Right. So we can do a lot with our imaginations without any instruction or with any uh, guidance beforehand. Imagination is as natural as breathing is for mm-hmm. human uh, creative creators. True. But now the natural limits of what we can imagine are contained within our memories and experiential knowledge. So those True. things, the little exercise that we were doing with the, the teddy bear... You know, we're, we're both drawing from experiential knowledge yeah, and from right. things that we've seen and are accustomed to. Right. In other words, if we didn't know what a teddy bear was, then we would have a hard time imagining it. Right. How are we supposed to imagine something we've never seen before? Aha. Uh-huh. Therein lies the quandary. <laughs> it's, the, <laughs> it's the same as me asking you to imagine a Somali Matthew. What? You can't do it because I just made it up. (laughs) Right? You're making up words. You can't do it. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. The most extraordinary life will not manifest without a creative creator's purposeful kinetic belief. Mm. And the recipe is to draw from your genius of purpose located within your soul and then mix it with having some fun with your intelligence then combine that with just a little bit of unconditional love. Stir that in for your one-of-a-kind, uh, with your one-of-a-kind passion that you have. Mm-hmm. Stir all that up and develop now in knowledge and skills. And when when we talk about kinetic believers using their imagination to dream up wild and wonderful new things, what we're really talking about is the ability to take a number of existing concepts that are already out there from what we've admired or been inspired by and change some of those known attributes about those things in order to imagine things now uniquely, totally different, like we were doing with the teddy bear. Right. And um, all of a sudden, too, generational wealth and health and other attributes all of a sudden makes a lot of sense because, um, you know, if, if you grow up extremely wealthy and, and in a certain environment, then that it's most likely going to, by default, just produce more of the same. You, you have that in your imagination already. That's how you were raised. That's how you grew up. You were surrounded by that. And the same goes for, you know, the things that maybe we have to overcome, whether that was poverty or dysfunctional relationships or bad, poor health, poor diet, you name it. Um, so it, it makes the default setting of all of our lives, those those generational things that are passed down make so much sense. Right. But now what we want to do is regardless of your point, the yeah. income level is to start stretching that because yes. you know what you're pointing to is the constructs of the, um, the, the, the life um, that has been experienced, right. the constructs of the familiar, yeah. regardless wanna... of the income level. You know, you take somebody yeah. that's traveled the world because daddy took them in tow, mm-hmm. and the constructs of their familiar or their experiential knowledge is going to be different than somebody that's yes. never left the driveway of their their home up in the Appalachian Mountains. Well, I just love this realization that you're giving us, that we are going to, step one, need to stretch beyond mm, our that's experiences. It. That's it, because regardless of what your 
experiential knowledge has been mm -hmm. what the successful kinetic believer is going to do is to get out of the norm, yeah. is to expand beyond the now, expand beyond the experiential knowledge of the life that's been dealt to us. Yes. In other words, we enjoy the challenge of thinking differently. And there's a way to do this regardless of your monetary uh, uh, blessed self or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. We Now, don't let the idea of thinking differently scare you either. Imagining things to be different isn't a challenge that only just a few people can do. Imagining a different world is something all children do on the playground, for example. Every kid out on the playground is in the world all of their own, running around, <laughs> and they've got all this these ideas going on in their heads. And it's what most people do as daydreamers. That's so true. I got busted for daydreaming in school all the time. Put me <laughs> next to the window and I'm, I'm out it. I got busted for just dreaming. I was asleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can wake up. <laughs> I was dreaming. We're imaginative every time we imagine anything at all, creative or not. We imagine things differently while, you know, thinking about our teddy bears. Mm. Look. It's by improving our imaginative capabilities that we improve our mm. ability to think creatively. So it's almost what you just said makes it sound like it's almost like the imagination is uh, some sort of muscle that you're mm. working out, that you're improving upon. It, that's a good way to look at it. The imagination is a place that we dare to go. It's just one more door. It's one more stretch of yourself. It's permission to mm -hmm. fearlessly go to a place that you're not accustomed to going. Yeah. It's looking beyond the present tense, looking beyond the now, looking beyond the, the, the cabinets and the walls of the room that you're in. Yeah. To dream of new possibilities that will manifest a life that's different tomorrow, different than the one that we're living today, the imagination capabilities become vitally important. You know, Steve Jobs had to imagine what the first personal computer might look like. Before it existed, yes. I mean, he had to. He had to actually imagine that thing. I always think about that with the iPhone, the very first mm -hmm. iPhone. I mean, the sleekness of it, the capabilities of it were so far. Just the aesthetic; it was so far beyond any. All the mm -hmm. everything was so clunky and yeah. buttons, so many buttons, and well, oh man! But was, you know, somebody had to imagine that first clunky cell phone. I, yeah, well, and <laughs> Which just I the, had one. That's true. <laughs> The car phone. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine a giant car phone. What kind of radiation did that have? Right. <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. But, but, okay, so but there's Steve Jobs. He's imagining this little first computer. But even though his imagination was influenced mm -hmm. uh, by a, a large room-sized computer from the 1970s and 80s, he still had inspiration <laughs> from something else. Yes, true. As grand as his own unique imagination was. Michelangelo, he imagined his sculptures before he fashioned them out of marble, even though his imagination was inspired by other ancient statues. You see, mm -hmm. to stimulate our imaginations, we must first find the fuel um, through experiencing new things like we're talking about. Mm, I like that. You're finding fuel through new experiences. Beyond. I, I like that. Beyond the familiar. Mm -hmm. Regardless of who you are, beyond the familiar, beyond what you're accustomed to, out of your the norm, yeah. the normal experiences of life. Again, you're you're telling us to stretch ourselves. Right, stretch, reach out, experience new things on purpose. Don't just wait for the inspiration. Don't wait for the new thing. 
go out there and search. This is the journey. This is the adventure for the successful kinetic believer. This is what we talk about being a way of life. Give me something different. Aren't we all guilty of that? Though? You know, you're sitting on the couch eating popcorn and your sweat's going, I don't know. I just don't feel very inspired. <laughs> or I'm bored. Yeah. Well, no, you you're, bo- you're boring. <laughs> what it is. I love that. We find so much creative inspiration for the imagination by going to galleries. You and I do, or hiking in new places. Yes. You know, don't wear out the same, don't create a trail in the woods. <laughs> Now, there might already be one there, but don't you be responsible for that trail, for goodness sakes. <laughs> Go things. find new ones, new yeah, things, fresh. new places. Snowshoeing. We love to go snowshoeing because we're we're out in those wild places where there are no trails if yes. you're snowshoeing through the forest and coming down through the Rockies. Yeah. Or just by observing wildlife. You know, we enjoy going out to the national parks in Yellowstone and those places. Mm-hmm. But since we've been in isolation, I've enjoyed looking at the little sparrows and <laughs> how's that for wildlife through the, the, the field glasses and looking at their little faces and beaks. I'm not used to seeing their beaks up close. I talked to my niece today and, and apparently she's made friends with some fly that's in the house and she's named it Lizzie oh the fly. Gosh. I'm like, she? this is what we're all going through right now. Lizzie the fly. We have new pets. Insp- creative inspiration from Lizzie. Yes. Observing wildlife. Ex- mm-hmm. You know, we would explore the Northern Rockies yes. um, or the Southwest deserts of New Mexico and Arizona. And if you can't go there in person, you can certainly go there by Googling it, by getting a book, by, you know, finding images of it, reading something about it. Novels and uh, fables are great for inspiration and taking you to a place in this, the, the, uh, the theatrics of the mind. I love this idea that you're giving us that instead of waiting for inspiration to quote strike, which can sometimes take years or decades if you're actually just waiting on it to sort of fall on you, that you're going out and you're seeking it and you're chasing after it and you're, you know, you're putting action to purpose, to thought, to what you're saying and, and you know, working to in a, almost in a sense activate inspiration. I love that. Activate inspiration to, to ignite the imagination. Why is this important? Because I'm talking to kinetic believers. Yes. We're talking to people that are manifesting their lives. We're talking yeah. to people that are not living that round robin way of existence by continually experiencing yeah. the same thing day after day, year after year yeah. for your entire life. Yeah. Hey, KBs. How's it going? <laughs> The world's been changing for thousands of years in response to what human human beings have imagined and believed to be true. And you know what? And this is the truth of the matter. Only a few people have known what to expect. And and really, history remembers their names because it's just been a few people until now. The KBs, the, the kinetic believers, are the newest members of that group. And you know what? All of us are about to discover our uh, the, the secrets of, of the most extraordinary life that others have demonstrated. Living prosperous lives, healthy ones, full of joy and happiness. We're about to experience that. Because you're learning to reimagine your life toward perfected completion, mind, body, and soul. You know, the ultimate science project of quantum physics was an explanation for every single powerful, successful life. And it was just, really, it was that mind-bending knowledge regarding exactly what we're talking about today. And that is how to fire up the imagination. Mm. 
fire up. I like that. You, you know, it gives you the sense of um, of ignition or just a spark. You know, you're actually activating something. Yeah, you're activating something. How are we doing that? We're doing it by looking for and, well, we're identifying patterns for modifying what we are accustomed to imagining. Well, and it's interesting too, if, if, you, if you're mindful of this, you can make all of this work toward your advantage throughout your entire day. Um, we've been uh, talking a lot recently about Costa Rica. It's one of your favorite places to visit. And in the process of talking about Costa Rica, it's amazing how, much, how many pictures of fruit you see when you're just looking at Costa Rica and I somehow that got into my mind and I have been eating massive amounts of fruit I cannot get enough fruit but I know it's because I've been looking at all these pictures and so Mm. that's just a perfect example though of the things that you put in front of you are going to inspire you one way or the other Mm -hmm. and it can be Mm -hmm. good or bad true yeah and here's another thing too: be really careful when you are observing other things for inspiration because you can obsess over something that's inspiring you, and then all of a sudden you're becoming an imitator and rather than a creator. True. In other words, go slowly when you mm-hmm. begin this. Go slowly, even after, after you've begun it. You don't want to. You don't want to just take off and become uh, con- consuming th- through observation for the point of inspiration. In other Choose words, wisely, yeah. it's easy to. It's easy to overdose on inspiration. And then the knowledge that we're giving ourselves can often blind us to creative possibilities. In other words, we're oversaturating ourselves with inspiration rather than taking it at a pass and then allowing that to create these highest viewpoint for imaginations. Well, and that's an interesting point because uh, I think we've all experienced this thing where when you talk about a thing so much and you look at something so much that it almost satisfies the need or the desire to have it or to do it. And so I love this idea that, you know, get get that snapshot of it and then and then allow make sure that inspiration is moving into some sort of action. You know, inspiration based action is the next step. Don't just sort of sit there saturating in inspiration. Right. Because, again, remember that we are all unique, uh, creative creators. In other words, we're not supposed to be imitators. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to appreciate what we see to the point of inspiration and then go and become ourselves. We can become so accustomed to how things are according to how others observe things or how we are experiencing things by observing what others have created or are observing that we just, well, we just fail to see things any other way. And so we're not actually into our own unique gifting of imaginations to manifest our highest viewpoints for thought forms leading us to our best life. So I believe it's possible to become so accustomed to seeing things in a certain way that we just become blind to the possibility of something that we, you know, that we can't yet imagine. Mm. So balance, isn't that it? There's balance in all good things. I remember, you know, just for example, talking about saturation. And I think you told me the story of the, maybe it was when you went to Hawaii with your family and there was a cab driver there. (laughs) And I think your, your, your dad may have said something like, man, this is place is beautiful. You, you're just so, you're so blessed to live here. Yeah. So blessed to live here. And he, and the guy didn't even (laughs) blink. He just said, do you like steak? My dad laughed and he said, yeah, yeah, I like steak. He said, you like steak if you eat steak every day? 
<laughs> there it is. Oversaturation. Yeah. Too much. Oh, he was ready for something. Too much observation. Yeah, I don't think he had ever left the island, so he was ready for, for no, a new experience. No longer inspired by what had been normalized. Yeah. His experiential knowledge wasn't inspiring to him, mm-hmm. so his imagination kept him in a round-robin way of eating steak. Well, and that's that goes back to how you began the podcast, talking about you need something fresh. You need to be chasing new experiences. And then once you have that new experience, guess what? You're going to need another new experience. And as kinetic believers, we're always pressing into that, pushing forward, you know, working that forward momentum. What we're doing is we are uh, casting down limitations, mm. casting down yes. a narrow way of existence and reaching far beyond the present tense and then imagining it returning to the present tense with gratitude and thankfulness that this is the way your life is now. And then what we're doing is we're kinetically believing to move toward the substance that we are attracting from the universe to manifest into our lives. And this always works. It's not a respecter of persons. This works for every single creative creator, human being on planet earth. This is the way we created in the image of the creator, have the ability to, with a bias, imagine the way things should be for ourselves. I really like how much trust is in the process that you're describing because every single step that you're describing, it requires so much belief and expectation that it's going to work so you can move on. This idea of I'm going to pursue a new experience and I'm going to expect that new experience to give me inspiration and I'm going to expect that inspiration to inspire my next action and that's going to propel me into this next step and so just you know this idea of trusting step one to lead to step two and and relaxing into this process it's a really nice visual Hmm. go to the galleries right yeah look at the artwork find things to inspire you that maybe you haven't done before but Mm -hmm. if it's out there (laughs) located and expose yourself to it and allow that to create inspired, on-purpose imaginations that's going to expand your life. Mm. You know, often the way to imagine something completely different and in alignment with your creative energetics is just to step back and holistically look at what subjective beliefs that we've taken for our personal absolute truths. What is it that you're that's defining your life? What is it that's caused you to believe the way that you believe about things? Because what we want to do is to reconstruct those uh, those truths that you have subjectively created from the life experiences that you've been exposed to. It's almost like that's your default setting. Right. So we're expanding upon that and developing within that. And when it comes to the imagination, look, it's not enough to simply gain new knowledge and thought experiences like we're talking about. We've just, we've always, we've got to step back and, and holistically question things too. You know, kids, we, you know, children grow up being told how to think. (laughs) I certainly was, and I know you were. All kids are. This is how you think. This is your education. This is what to believe about this thing. This is the way history unfolded unless we tell you it happens some other way. This is, and, and so what happens is at some point, 
if you really want to begin developing your mind, your body, and your soul to advance yourself toward perfected completion, and that is the purpose of being a kinetic believer, is to uh, enjoy prosperity and, and great health and vitality and a sound mind and, and to live joyfully and optimistically happy, you're going to have to question some things. And you're going to have to look at the bigger picture and be open to seeing things in a new way, creating a new lens for life and looking around and and say, okay, I'm going to challenge my own subjective beliefs and my reality. And, and I want additional truth. I want to understand, I want to understand wisdom and I want to understand the thought processes throughout the universe that has created all that can be seen. You know, um, I think it was yesterday or it was sometime this week you made the point that there are at least uh, 7 billion subjective realities that should be happening right now um, because of 7 billion people. And so it makes so much sense and it really fits together nicely that, of course, we're going to require some kind of critical thinking to propel ourselves into this original source purpose of our lives because... We shouldn't be getting that from anyone else. That's Critical coming thinking, from within. That, you just you just hit a home run. Critical thinking. That, <laughs> one of the best ways to do this is through imagined cognitive constructs. Mm. And you you you, what we do is where we give ourselves unlikely and maybe even funny scenarios to imaginatively just play around with. Mm, I like that almost as an as, as an exercise. As an to exercise, grow this the is ability. just a great exercise to grow in the in those abilities to to yeah. stretch yourself cool. in your imagination. In other words. Well, for example, how might a cast iron teddy bear float? <laughs> I mean, okay, it's a silly notion, but now how might that happen? And you, you, you play around with that. Or what would a marble statue of a, well, I don't know, a marshmallow man look like? And you play around with that. I don't know, but I want one. <laughs> Instead of going, I've never seen that before. So that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> don't be a negative, Ned. <laughs> <laughs> so what would that look like? I love that. And the, or where's the okay? Where's the deepest canyon on Earth? And what would it look like to watch a a giant person just simply step across it? Hmm. I used to I used to when I was driving up through the mountains. Sometimes I would imagine. I don't know, like a Paul Bunyan something or another character. And I would just see a giant foot step across <laughs> the, come over the trees oh, and, and just stretch. And you could see this just stride of a giant man stepping across the highway and continuing on. <laughs> I love that. Call me crazy. Well, see, that's <laughs> no, why. I'm stretching the imagination. That's why you're the thought leader here, Steve, because <laughs> you're naturally so expanded no, in this imagination. I was expecting you to go, well, that's why you shouldn't be the thought leader here, Steve. <laughs> No, you naturally, I mean, but, but honestly, I mean, if, if, if you do have this natural ability to imagine wild out, seemingly outlandish things, what a gift. But anybody can do that. We were all doing it on the playground, but then you have to do this fearlessly. You don't need to tell other people what you're doing, but you're stretching yourself and you're jumping rope with your Mm. intellect and your ability to imagine. And then by doing that, then all of a sudden, Things that didn't seem possible all of a sudden become uh, very real in the realm of possibilities for you. Right, right. It's only by gaining experience and information, imaginative inspiration, then thinking critically and playfully about it that, you know what, we can really begin to lockstep our cognitive reasoning with our wildest, most wonderful, highest viewpoints for our dreams to 
to begin, uh, you know, journaling our desires from that point. And, and all of a sudden, you, wisdom and creative inspiration for those imaginations begin to take shape and form mm-hmm. as we begin journaling those desires. You're stirring that up. Stirring it up. And yep. then what's happening? We start attracting more than we're used to thinking about, and we're doing it with our imaginations. Well, I like that you you brought up the, the experiential knowledge because it made me think of it was a long time ago, but you brought up the this study that they did where they took Olympic athletes through cognitive exercises of their sport, and they studied them while they did that, and they were it was the same brain function while they just imagined succeeding in their sport as if they were physically all of the same synapses. Were we're firing at the same time. And so I love this concept that you just gave us of you can gain experiential knowledge through imagination and you can can fire those same synapses and have those same, they're genuine experiences in your subjective mind. Well, they become genuine experiences in your subconscious. As yeah. you play around with the imagination, then the subconscious mm. doesn't know the difference. Right. All of a sudden, it becomes the reality of your ability to, uh, for the ability for you to attract that and manifest it into your life. What a powerful concept you're giving us today that you can use your imagination to not only map out your life, but you can become so skilled at it and you can become so, so, so uh, sort of this elite level of seeing yourself in a certain way and imagining yourself in a certain way. And you can, you can become better and better and better at that. And, and you're just, you're just gaining in this, in this imaginative ability and power. Well, what we want to do is to cast down limitations. Mm -hmm. If you look in the opening of today's podcast, I asked the question, you know, what kind of house would you pick out for yourself to purchase three years from now if you were to go shopping today? And the reason I ask that is because here's what a lot of people will do. Is they might go to Zillow or whatever, you know, uh, source they're using to look at properties. And the first thing they'll do is they'll they'll go to the filters and they'll put in a price point based on how much money they've got or think they might earn over the next you know three years for a down payment. And then you're like, sort low to high. <laughs> and then you sort low to high. Well, what are you doing? You're starting with a, a, the application of experiential knowledge from a point of limitations mm-hmm. to define your future. That is right. not the way of uh, the successful kinetic believer. What what you do is you using your imagination, you go shopping. What does that house of your dreams really look like? And it's not going to be based on any limitation. It's going to be based on your desire. And then you pick out the house based on the, the house or the home and the location and the size according to your desires. And that's the home. And it has nothing to do with the price at all. What are you doing? You are reprogramming your, your, your kinetic belief by using the imagination according to desires that haven't been defined by experiential knowledge. You're stretching yourself and you're going into a place that you've never imagined before. You're used to exercising the imagination for the point of and recognizing that, you know what, you are a creative creator with the ability to imagine, believe, think, and act toward and gratefully receive whatever it is that you can imagine. And it seems like as you as you change these imaginations, these default settings, and you're stretching yourself, that in turn it's going to naturally change your expectations. 
of self, of life, of, of everything that you're believing for. And the only way you can really change, subjectively change your expectations is, again, you've got to get away from the familiar. Mm-hmm. You can't look around where you are and imagine a tomorrow that will be any different. Because you're going, if you're looking around where you are, you're observing what you see, and then what you will see tomorrow will be based on what you see today. Well, it's good that you can do this in your imagination because we're That's all the stuck escape. inside right now. What an opportunity <laughs> we all have to yeah. do that right now. Because yeah. you know what? It's actually the, the, the busyness of life as it was before isolation that really was more of an obstacle for people to use the imagination. Because you're racing to and fro and you're going to work and back home and it's just the noise of the, the productivity and the action of life that really is, it prohibits most people from being able to stretch themselves beyond the present tense. Right. I, you know, I use the imagination and, you know, talked about it before. I taught myself to play the piano beginning, I was four years old. And I wanted to play the piano. Using the imagination, I saw myself as a pianist. I had seen one, and I admired it, and it inspired me. So I didn't take lessons. I didn't learn to read music. I just saw myself playing the piano and writing music and hearing music. And so the, the thought of it, I continued to be grateful for the thought of it. And, and my parents bought this old piano and they brought it into the house and I would sit there and pretend like I'm playing. So I'm thinking playing the piano and I would talk about playing the piano. And I would imagine playing these melodies that I began hearing and, and attracting into my consciousness. And then over the period of years and through a lot of frustration, working on the physical dexterity of my little fingers, I started playing and I continue to play to this day. And now I've written, you know, uh, symphonies and and played uh, my orchestrations and we do today and we play together and you're in my life and you play the violin. And but this is a way this is a way for anybody. Anyone can do the same thing using the imagination as the starting place for their kinetic belief. I love, again, just this idea that you can ignite this process with your imagination and then it just unfolds and it just leads to the manifesting power, the life that you're believing for. Um, Again, I just love the process that you're laying out for this. Albert Einstein was a genius with the imagination. True. And uh, Carl Sagan said, imagination will often carry us to worlds that never were, (laughs) but without it, we go nowhere. I like that. (laughs) He was cool, wasn't he? So cool. Such a cool guy. An ancient religious proverb says that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Mm. In other words, whatever we think about and dream about, that's exactly what we will become. And it's also been written that where there is no vision, the people perish. And what we do know is that in this thought-created universe, the vision for imaginations begins to grow inside of us. Not just any wild imagination, but wisdom that constructs to advance your situation, whatever it is. A manifesting journal is collected. It's a collection of your holistic images. It's your words and the journal is your thought forms that you revisit and you, it becomes your articles of faith. It becomes your conviction for life. And those are the objects that represent your dreams and your goals that you have imagined for your life. And it's not just the simple ones either, but those that may seem absolutely impossible right now in your life as it is. 
The Manifesting Journal, look, this is a representation of the life that you've always wanted to live. And you know it, you know it that when most people, when you ask them and they look around at the life that they're experiencing right now, they'll tell you, man, this is just not what I really had in mind. I don't know how I ended up here. And I, I really, not only don't I know how I ended up here, but I don't know how I'll ever get out of here. <laughs> As a kinetic believer, your dreams and visions are quite often placed inside you by the constructs of the bias of your creator. The dreams that you locate within the positive energetics of the life force that you were created with, those are just glimpses that are given to you of your personal blueprint for living your best life. To have an imagination for your abundant life, advancing future, that is absolutely imperative to manifesting that vision. Because if you don't have a desire, then I'm telling you an imagination, a vision of where you want to go to receive what you're attracting into your life, you likely won't go anywhere. Having vision and knowing intimately your genius of purpose gives you something to look optimistically forward to and something to be grateful for. But as long as your imagination is impaired or you can't see it because you're used to seeing what you're always looking at and always hearing, then you're going to stay in the same place. Create within your manifesting journal every single day while meditating on your identity as a creative creator. Meditate on that. you got to know who you are. You're not who you've been defined as by other people observing you. You're not, you are not those condemning thoughts and narratives that you play over and over in your head. You're not a loser. You're not any of that stuff. And, but as long as your imagination is, is, is impaired by all that stuff, then you're going to continue to manifest what you've always been accustomed to. Believe your love for you. Believe the unconditional love that you have purposed to build up after observing the things that make you different. You're observing your aspirations, observing <laughs> your weird self. <laughs> Affirm your kinetic beliefs and believe your worthiness for your dreams to come to pass. And look, go ahead and, and do this. Just thank your creator in advance. How long do you do this? Well, as long as it takes. Don't ever lay down your kinetic belief. And while you're waiting, be sure that you keep your words in line with your thoughts and actions. And don't speak against your highest imaginations ever. Don't ever say that was too silly or too unlikely or not possible. And pursue your dreams with everything you've got in you. Your unwavering pursuit, I am telling you, that is the key to your manifesting success. Unwavering pursuit. I like that. Unwavering. That's the big one, right? Because you, as, we, as we learn about ourselves and we, we, we understand this process and we're working it and we're getting better at it, it, it's that it's the tug to go back to the way we were. It's the tug to go back to the familiar and back to the negative that we always are are working, like you're saying, to overcome to to overcome those those obstacles. 
And those tugs often come because people put a, have a sense of a time limit on this stuff. True. And they don't understand what true patience is. Patience is an unwillingness to change from your highest viewpoints and thought forms and ideas for living your best life. I am patiently enduring life with the expectations of living my best one. A steadfastness. A Patience, you're, you're willing to stand forever. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, when it comes to manifesting whatever it is you're imagining and desiring to manifest, if you are willing to stand forever... You'll never have to stand for long. That's really good. I get an A+. Plus. You'll never have to stand for long. Let's work on some imaginations and highest viewpoints. That, that gives a whole, today gives a whole new meaning to, okay, let's work on imagination. Let's do that. Imagine. Imagine yeah. your life as you desire it to be. See it right now as having already manifested. In fact, you're seeing it so clearly that, my goodness, you are so grateful for it. You're so thankful for it. You're excited. It's like you've already gone to the, the carnival and it's happening and you're there right now and it's the place you've always wanted to be and it's so exciting. See your imagination. See the home, the place, the, the environment, the life, the monetary value of whatever you're surrounded by that you've imagined it to be. It is now. Now say this out loud. Say, my vivid, colorful imagination. My vivid, colorful imagination. Is constructing my best life. Is constructing my best life. Keep seeing it. And say, my active imagination. My active imagination. Is fertile ground for advancing. Is fertile ground for advancing. My creative life. My creative life. I have a life with no worries. I have a life with no worries. With no fears. No fears. No limitations. No limitations. Nothing to fight against. Nothing to fight against. Nothing standing in my way. Nothing standing in my way. Nothing to hold me back. Nothing holding me back. The things I manifest. The things I manifest. Are even better than I imagined. Are even better than I imagined. I am perfectly in tune. I am perfectly in tune. And clear with my desires. And clear with my desires. I use my imagination for positive. I use my imagination for positive. And for creative purposes. And creative purposes. I have a beautifully intricate. I have a beautifully intricate. And wondrous imagination. And wondrous imagination. That serves only universal love and happiness. That serves only universal love and happiness. I possess the natural power. I possess the natural power. To attract all of my dreams. To attract all of my dreams. Using my powerful imagination. Using my powerful imagination. I apply my creative imagination. I apply my creative imagination. To visualizing my life. To visualizing my life. In complete detail. In complete detail. My imagination overflows. My imagination overflows. With powerful ideas. With powerful ideas. Mm. What a fun, uh, what a fun podcast today. Imagination. I liked. I liked imagining the, uh, the the Iron Bear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a lot a of balloons. Iron teddy bear. It's gonna be a lot of balloons. You're gonna go to sleep to tonight, seeing the, the teddy ground. bear jumping over the fence. <laughs> Probably, actually. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this was uh, really powerful. And you know, again, I'm I'm just I love when we're given a process and we we can create, um, really just a, a deeper. A deeper understanding of, of not only how things work, but why they work. And 
you know, again, this is fun. Are you kidding? Our homework is to go imagine our most vivid, uh, crazy, wild life that we could ever hope for. Okay. That yeah. sounds, I can do that. <laughs> well, this is often one of the biggest challenges for most kinetic believers when they first start the process is imagining beyond what they're used to, imagining sure. outside of their experiential knowledge. True, true, beyond. And, and like you started by saying, this is all about stretching. This is all about growing and strengthening the, the, the muscle of imagination. And like you said, having fun with it, having fun yeah. with imagination, having, you know, seeing the, 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 the teddy bears and the floating through the sky <laughs> I and love the, it. the giants and mm. whatever it takes just so to fun. get you back into the playground of life as a, with the faith of a child, the belief and the abilities to, to fearlessly go back yeah. to that place and dare to dream, yeah. dare to think big, bigger than that. And bigger than that, keep stretching, <laughs> keep growing and going. Well, if you want to talk to other kinetic believers that are also working their uh, huge, wild imaginations, you can join our free private Facebook group, and you can access that by going to stephencanyon.com. Fun. Yeah, Lots so of fun. fun there. And then also at stephencanyon.com, you can order, get, pick up a copy of the Law of Attraction 100-Day Guided Journal, where I will take you through 100 days personally to begin establishing your own personal articles of faith. In other words, we are, we are together going to locate your genius of purpose because it exists within each creator. You're not going to get out of this saying you don't have one because you do. There's no such thing as common. There's only average, and average belongs to those people that have never gotten away from the noise of the world long enough to notate their genius of purpose. You know, some uh, somebody wrote in just the other day talking about the journal, and, and she said, I always found blank pages of a journal so intimidating. And so I just loved reading uh, Stephen's teaching, and then the, the guided prompt would just send me straight into just a writing frenzy and it became so easy to journal. So I, I just loved uh, the idea of somebody not being intimidated by a blank page anymore. Well, just for example, the, the topic of today's conversation that we've covered, it, mm -hmm. it comes from, I think it's day 12. Um, I believe it was day 12. Yeah, I think that's correct. That sounds right. Day 12 in the journal. So yeah, it's guidance. Dreams and visions, look, those are the guideposts for blueprinting your perfected life through the kinetic belief. Mm. Guide a journal. Well, I just, I can't wait to uh, go into the day now and and start imagining. Let's do it. Let's, let's just, play some imaginative games. I like you it. You want to do that? Yeah, we yeah. challenge each other. Absolutely. Okay. Well, right. um, thanks, Steve, as usual, for sure. all the wisdom.